You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by itswhereiam.com. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Vegas, it's Zandra Bollard. It's where I am. Today, we're talking about the Hollywood writer's strike and how it is affecting my mental health personally. <laughs> Anyhow, I want to give a special shout out to my wonderful, wonderful sponsor, R.D. Evans Enterprises. They are a family run company for over 35 years. And they work in the Las Vegas area. So if you are having any contracting needs, build, design, please visit the website and check out some of the things that R.D. Evans Enterprises has done. Now, their website is www.rdevansenterprises.com. The phone number is 602-815-9991. And, you know, they also do residential stuff, you know, if you want to add on to your home or something like that. But mostly he's a commercial um, builder in the Arizona and uh, Nevada areas, okay? So thanks again. Now. I have a special guest on the show. His name is Marshall Todd, and he is the executive producer of the series Woke. They are in their second season. Uh, Marshall has done um, a lot of writing for some major movies that we love. I know one of them is um, Barbershop. Yeah, yeah. And I believe there's a new one that might be coming our way Uh, sometime soon, if he is indeed writing. I don't know. Uh, So anyway, let's get him on the line so he can help explain this writer's strike. Hey, Marshall. (laughs) Zondra, what's happening? How you doing? Hey, man. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been a while. I think maybe it's been about a year or two. Yeah, man. Got that. For sure. No, no, it's been a year, not two. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe a year and a half. But thank you for coming back. I was just saying that um, Woke is doing so well that you guys got a second season on Hulu. Well, yeah, we got a second season, and then we got canceled. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, what happened with that? You know, <laughs> part of the reason we're striking, we, we don't know, because they never showed us the numbers. It, 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 they said... Uh, it wasn't cost effective. It didn't make sense to move forward. Um, they had other shows and they didn't need us. So, you know, we got canceled. Oh. I had a feeling it was coming. Boo. Um, you know, there were certain, you know, the signals you get 
on the walk up to the conversation about whether you're going to get a season three or not. And everyone's staring and, and at we, you. <laughs> no, no, it, we, we were just, those conversations were not happening. So okay. Season one, when we got season two, the walk up to season two, there were certain things that took place, a performance meeting, a conversation, get the sense that they were going to pull the trigger on season two. Okay. Well, in season two, that those things didn't happen. So, mm. you know, get a phone call out of the blue saying, you know, guys, thank you, but no thank you. We're not going to move forward with this. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I know that you did. I was mentioning uh, your writing for Barbershop. I mean, that's a classic, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. we like the stuff that you're doing. That's cool. <laughs> now, what I need you to do is I need you. You're on this show because I need yep. you to explain the writer's strike. And I was letting yep. the uh, audience know that your strike is affecting my mental health because it's messing <laughs> with my financial stability. My husband, yeah. for those who don't know, uh, works in the entertainment industry. And the strike is affecting everybody, you know, from yep. transportation, uh, Food service, uh, you know, uh, things that they rent for the movies, just yeah. everything. Actors, cameramen, everybody. So yeah. why are we striking? How long is it going to be? Because I'm looking at the clock. Yeah. Yeah, give us some now, explanation. First and foremost, I should say that writers aren't as wealthy as people think they are. Okay. Um. And it, it, it really is, and I'm not saying this just because I'm, I'm talking about, it, it's a blue-collar job. Uh, okay. it, it's, it's a hustle. Everything in this business is a hustle. It, it's gig to gig. Uh, sometimes you feel like a pirate or a thief. Um, you look always looking for the next job, the next heist. Um, ha- having said that, when it comes to streaming, um, the, the lane I chose to sort of be in, mm-hmm. uh, work was on Hulu, uh, you know, of course, there's Hulu, Netflix, and, and those companies sort of revolutionized the idea of streaming. Yes. What, what's unbelievable is you could create a hit song, and if you got a million streams, you get paid in relation to those streams. So if someone told you 100 million people heard your song, you get paid that amount of money, right? Okay. Um, with, with streaming, and this sounds incredible. For two seasons of Woke, no one ever gave us the data. And that's their MO. That's their thing. Trust us. Uh-huh. Your show did this. And when you say, well, can we see the stream? Can we see the data? They go, no, thank you. Mm. So, so, so the, the situation that they created is you could have a hit show, right? Mm-hmm. I could have a show that's not a hit. That's terrible. We get paid the same amount. Okay. And that benefits streaming because you don't know their back end because they don't tell you their back. How much money is Netflix making on, on Queen Charlotte? No one knows that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I doubt they're going to Sean, as it is now, I doubt they're going to Sean Ryan's going, you did this amount. Thus, we're going to give you on top of what we already paid you this amount of money. Well, and, and there's a thing with the great. actors though, too, right? Um, don't they only pay them once when they do like Netflix, Hulu or something like that. They don't get paid when, um, 
you know, when it reruns, like for reruns or anything like that? No, no, okay. they don't. No, okay. you, you, you read all this stuff about about streaming deals mm-hmm. and, and it's to their advantage that they pay all this money up front. Uh, yeah. uh, Sean Rhimes got paid a hundred million dollars. So-and-so got paid two million dollars. So it, it's all for show because at the end of the day, they don't tell anybody that pays you a lot of money up front. You, you wonder about the back end, mm-hmm. right? So okay. on Woke, they paid us generously up front. But then once the show started and we were, we were like wanted our data, they would never give us the data. Mm-hmm. And so two things could possibly be true. Well, one of two. One, they're making so much money on the back end that they don't want to share it, which is why we're striking. Okay. Because you need to share it because we're the creators. Or two, it's all smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. Streaming is not as successful as they, as they want you to believe. Netflix is successful. Hulu is successful. Oh, so they say. Mm-hmm. They have shareholders. They have investors. They're people who depend on them in a success. But if they then have to turn around and show the data, who's to say they're telling the truth? Mm-hmm. So, so this came to a head. Um, and I knew it would because I, I you know, I, I can't imagine, you know, we, we worked hard on woke. Mm-hmm. We, we, we put in the hours and for them to turn around and go, we're not going to tell you how many people are watching your show. Trust us. It's doing this or that is, is, is ridiculous. So it, it, it and, and we had to come to a head. We, you asked nicely and then it had to come to a head, which is one of the reasons we're striking. Understood. And, you know, you guys have a lot of support. I'm not saying I'm not supporting the writer's strike. Of course I am. But I'm just saying that the effect, you know, it's very personal. It trickles down. down. Yeah, it it trickles down. Uh, Listen, um, if if, if you take the Writers Guild voted, I think, 98 percent to authorize the strike. Right. Okay. Now, if you take the percentage of writers that are actually making money. In the guild, I would, off the top of my head, that's 10%, 8% that are making a living wage. So oh. most of the writers in the guild are broke. Okay. So you don't think they're suffering because of this? Because when, when the strike's not, when, when, when it's normal, there's the potential you can get a, get a job. It's always a bake-off. It's always a job opens up. Every writer's trying to get staff on this TV show or that TV show. Mm-hmm. But because of the strike... Everything grinds to a halt. Right. So the writers at the bottom, and I, I in 2008, that writer strike. I, I remember that writers one. writers at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that strike. And that was short-lived. Short, no, it was 100 days. It, it, it was enough for me to be ruined. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was long enough for me to be desperate. And, and, and I will say this. Um, it put me in a situation where I went from features to television mm-hmm. and, and it was a wise choice. And I, I, I think without that strike, I wouldn't have made that choice, Okay, uh, but still it, it was hard. And I think for all, but a few, the 2% at the guild who are making, you know, baseball money, this is hard. And the writers do have a soft spot or they acknowledge the fact that on down the line, this is impactful to all of us. Right. Everyone that works on the set, from, from, from Teamster to, to, to the makeup artist to the assistant director. To me, realize, it's where I am. 
<laughs> yes, this hurts everyone. Yes, but the, the focus is on the focus is on the people at the top who are saying no. And 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 now you have what in a matter of what twelve days? No, ten days. Mm-hmm. The actors are going to go on strike. Yeah. See now, look. It started with the writers, and then didn't the directors go on strike? And now it's the actors. Is that right? No, 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 no. Okay. No. See, the DGA. The what? What I say carefully because I got friends in the DGA. What is the? Um, Say that again. I got friends in in the DGA, the Directors Guild. Oh, okay, okay. They were never really about the strike. Okay. Um. They are strike averse. They usually are the first to make a deal with the producers. And, and that's what happened here. Okay. That director were asking for some of the th- same thing we, we were asking for, but their fight is not our fight. Now, mm-hmm. I would say that if you're in a union, our fight is our fight. Um, the DGA doesn't see it that way, so they made a deal. Okay. Uh, now, you have a lot of directors who are going on record saying that they, the deal is, is, is not good, that they don't vote for, uh, that they think they should stand with, with the Writers Guild. Um, having said all that, the Actors Guild stand, stands with us. The Teamsters stand with us. But I think if the actors go on strike, I think that serves to shorten the strike. In other words, okay. you, you, can, you can write off the writers to a point. You, you, you can cancel all the overall deals. You can fire all the writers in, on, on active projects and save a couple of million in the short term. But in the long term, the writers not working, it's shutting down shows. People are hurting because those shows are being shut down. Mm-hmm. Now you have the, the possibility of the actors going on strike two days from now, which will shut Hollywood down completely. Wow. Which will force the producers to come to the table and talk sense. Okay. Talk sense. Oh, um, so we need the actors to strike then. You said no, in two days? <laughs> no, in 10 days. Oh, in 10. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we need the actors to strike to shorten the strike. Yes. Because I think you guys were, weren't you given a, uh, the writers were given a deal, but you guys were like, no, that's not, uh, we didn't, you guys didn't like it. No, no, let's no, no. The, the thing that we, I, I think the, the, the friction came about because Netflix and the streamers won't reveal their, uh, their data, mm-hmm. their analytics. Do you think I, they I, ever I, will? Yeah, yeah, they have to. Okay. It, 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 it's a sticking point. I, I don't think the strike ends without Netflix coming to grips with the idea that we have to give a number of how many people are watching any given show. Yes. And based on that number, we got to start paying our creatives accordingly. Yes. That, that, this, this, it's like, hey, I'll pay you $50,000 to write this show and then not tell you how well your show's doing. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, well, how much money are you making? None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your business. Do you want to take the deal or not? And you go, because most writers are, are hungry. Broke. Yeah. Yeah, and hungry and broke. You're like, yeah, I'll take that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, so that for okay. me personally, that's by, by me having that show on on Hulu 
and experiencing that, how, how streamers treat you. Mm-hmm. That is my, that's the, that's the one point of the strike that I'm the most passionate about because I don't network TV. Um, I fell in love with streaming years ago. It, it's like the wild west streaming. You, you can, you know, there's a lot of downsides to streaming, but ultimately I love the idea of having a show with eight to 10 episodes a season, three, four seasons and moving on to the next creative thing. Right. And um, I like that I can just get through the whole season without waiting, right? you know, a week at a time. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always thought streaming was, was the move. But once I actually sold the show right. and, and got into that, that system, and then they were like, trust us, this is what you're doing. These are the numbers. And it's like, well, show us the numbers. And they were like, nah, trust us. It, it, that was weird. Trust you. I don't even know yeah. you. What's your last name? What's your social? <laughs> yeah. Screw that. So now with the um, actors, do they have like the same? Because I was mentioning earlier, uh, a girlfriend of mine, she was complaining about um, Netflix in particular, um, yeah. about, you know, how they get paid. They don't pay as much. And even with my husband, when he's on one of those streaming shows, they don't pay the same. You know what's crazy? Netflix talks about how dope it is, how, how, how successful it is. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, in the stock market, Netflix is like up like 125%. Okay. Yet they turn around and go, ah, we can't pay you. Right. We, we, we can't pay you. These residuals, you know, it's streaming. It, 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 it's a thing that you don't understand because we're from the tech and you're from Hollywood. But trust us, this is the way it should be. Here's some money. Be happy. Oh, something happened yesterday. And I, I, don't, I don't know how this is going to shake out. But you have HBO Max, which is now Max, which is just stupid, um, <laughs> licensing their shows to Netflix. One of the shows was Insecure. Okay. So it, Netflix is a competitor of HBO. Max. Right. They're two streamers who compete against each other. Now, as of yesterday, they're in cahoots. Mm. So I, I don't know how this plays. So then I'm, I'm, I'm like, does, does Issa Rae see a check because of this? Be, 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 because so in the article I read talked up the benefits. Like, oh, now shows like Insecure will have a larger platform and an international audience. And I'm like, okay, bet, cool. But does Issa Rae see a bump in her pay? Yes, good point. And, and you can't say, well, Easter Ray's rich enough. Because that, that, that's, that's nonsense. Right. Who at their job will turn down money when it's owed to you mm-hmm. because you think you have enough? That doesn't exist. Right. Easter Ray worked hard for five seasons. She created something that was a hit for HBO. And now HBO is saying it's selling the rights to that show to the competitor to then display. So I'm, the in the article, it never mentions Issa Rae at all. Mm. So, um, it's a new development. I'm wondering, what, what does this mean? That what, means she ain't on? getting paid, and they are. <laughs> it's simple. Yeah. They didn't mention it for yeah. a reason, because they, they didn't offer her anything. That's yeah. what I think. I, I, I agree. I agree. So, something's fishy, something's can, up. can you explain... What? Can you explain the AI, like, 
a lot of people are saying, you know, now artificial intelligence. What? Explain that to me. What are they talking about? Oh, okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to take the position of, of the average person because I, I, I was that guy about two months ago. Okay. So in, when, when the writers go send me an email about the pending strike, they said one of our points is AI. So at that moment in time, I'm like, AI, you know, I'm writing stuff. I'm, I'm working. I, I don't, there's a lot of stuff I don't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. So this AI thing stuck up on me. So someone said, you need to go to chat CPT and, and, and spend a couple of hours on it. I did. Um, I thought it was amazing. I, I thought you can type in what you want to say, and this thing says it better than you. Oh, uh, my, my, my wife, and, and she's going to kill me for saying this. Um, she has a podcast, not a podcast, a, uh, a blog. Okay. So she's a chef. So her whole thing was, was write me an intro of a blog about a chef who travels the world. So chat CPT, GPT, whatever it is, spit out this, this, this first paragraph. That was amazing. And it sounded like my wife. Oh, so that's when I'm like, all right, I spent two days down a rabbit hole typing up all kinds of stuff. So then I'm like, okay, now I get how this is dangerous mm-hmm. because so then, so then I have a producer friend of mine, uh, a European producer. And, and we were hanging out at dinner once. And I said, um, I brought, I brought it up. It's the AI thing. I'm like, they I'm new to the AI thing. Uh, it's scary, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to run around saying it's scary because it's new to me. Mm-hmm, and right. then he was like, well, I, he said that he was working work with writers that turned in an outline and he put the outline in AI and it improved it. And then I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? He said, yeah. He goes, I use AI to write my emails sometimes. Oh. And that's when I'm like, are you serious? So I'm sure some students here at UNLV probably use it to help them with their papers. Uh, my engineer is like shaking his head like uh no i don't think so yeah no 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 i guarantee you because i because once i discovered what it was Uh my 17 year daughter senior high school this year i said hey do you know about this she's like yeah okay she knew i I, I, I got classmates who use it to write papers i'm like are you are you serious yeah you were doing it the old-fashioned way i feel old and late (laughs) i feel old and late on this um so I said, have you ever done it? She's like, no, I, I haven't. I'm like, are you, you're not lying to me, are you? She's like, no. Because I found out chat GPT is like the secret. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing people use to help write something without telling you. And now Google, Google is introducing a new feature called help me with my email. Oh. And starting next month, when you, when you open up the email, it, 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 it will give you a prompt. You can write a regular email or what do you want to say? And it will give you suggestions on what, what, what to write. Hmm. So the, the fear, the natural fear for writers is, okay, bet, we got it. What, what producers are going to do are have, type in coordinates, type in instructions to have this AI write an outline. Okay. And then hire a writer to come in and rewrite the outline. To put like more of the emotion into it or something or 
to, to put a human touch to it. Uh-huh. But the okay. fact that they're using AI to write the outline in the first place, where they would have normally paid a writer, mm-hmm. is foul. Yes. It's foul. So uh, to me, you know what it sounds like? The grocery store. When I go to the grocery store, I don't want to check out my own items. I don't want to. No, I'm serious. I think that this compares to the supermarket for the average person, right? When we started going grocery shopping and we had to do self-checkout. No, no. I don't want anybody losing their job. Go on and check them out for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Target next door to... Uh, so I, I live literally 50 feet from a Target. Okay. So about six months ago, if you go to Target at 8 a.m., there are no cashiers. Oh. So it, it, it's a two-floor Target, and there's, there's one cashier on the bottom floor, but the top floor and most of the bottom is all self-checkout. So basically, they're cutting hours of the employees. And, and that, that lasts from 8 a.m. till about 12 noon. Yeah, and, and, and they have employees that if, if it gets crowded and busy, they'll come out and, and open up their lanes. Mm-hmm. But from about 8 to 12, it's just the self-checkout, Jeez. which means someone's hours got cut. Mm-hmm. Someone's hours got cut. Same thing with AI. Yep. Someone hours, yeah, someone's hours is getting cut. And they're and, trying and, to and eliminate the right that, that industry. Yeah. Well, the guild is like, we don't know we think we have a hunch about where these hours are getting cut, but we don't want you to use it at all. And if you do use it, you should let us know. Right. Well, again, my, my producer friend who uses AI to sweeten up outlines, I, I was horrified. And you know, I, you know, I, I told him as much. I'm like, dude, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it's a, it, it's a tool that I use and it's effective. And I'm like, I understand that. But you're you're taking work from a writer, right? And you think you're improving it, or you're creating a piece of material, and you're hiring writers to improve it. But either way, there's a step there that you're cutting out. The writer gets cut out. So across the board, if you exponentially add all that up, all the producers who are doing the, mm-hmm. the same thing, it 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 adds up to hundreds of millions of dollars of writer fees that are not not given to writers. Wow. Well, that's AI. Now we know. It started with, you know, on your computer with the tab button where, you know, it would finish the sentence for you. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's gone and, on and, to... And again, it, 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 it's amazing. I, I will say this. It truly is... I'm, me personally, I'm trying to figure out how to integrate this in, into my, my creative life because it's not going anywhere. And it's truly spectacular. If, if, if you just get on any AI app and start typing in, like, like if you say, I want you to write a love letter to my husband who is dot, 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 and you add in those words, it's going to spit something out. Mm. And it's going to be like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, it's scary. Wow. Well, how long do you anticipate this this strike to be? What do you think? A few more months? I, 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 fall? I, well, no. I I wrapped my mind around the the whole summer, initially. 
Okay. But and then when is it going to affect the, the people who are the sitting on the couch watching the movies? Because now there's still content, right? That's no, already well, well, no, that's content that they had, had, had loaded up, banked up. But now right. you have all these shows that are pausing. Oh, okay, um, okay. Uh, Stranger Things stopped. Uh, Yellow Jacket stopped. You have, you have literally, I think, 50, about 50 named the top shows that, that have stopped production because of the writer's strike. Having said that, I, when I thought the writers were alone on this crusade, I'm like, this is going to last all summer. But now that we're, we're literally nine days away, nine days away from the writer, from, from the actor striking. Right. If the actors strike, and I hope they do. I hope they do, too, because it much, sounds much like more. it makes sense. Oh, so it, it does make sense for them. Yeah. And it makes this strike much, much shorter. I want to thank you so much for clarifying um, what's going on so that we have a better understanding. I've gotten so many phone calls of people who are concerned. And then also, really quick, it also not affects just California, but also Atlanta, because Atlanta, you know, is doing a lot in the film industry as well. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Marshall, for coming on. You're always welcome. I look forward to hearing about your next project thank you yes thank you you. did you want to give a shout out before i let you go no man just just thank thank you for having me on man you know i uh you know i'm a fan i'm a fan so thank you for having me on man thank you well 91.5 this is zandra pollard i want to thank you for tuning in you know i'm here every saturday at 7 30 a.m and if you're not up that early you can always catch me on your favorite podcast. I am on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. And of course, you can always go to my website, itswhereiam.com, and my social handles are at itswhereiamlv. All right? So thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.